The uh, blessing that we have is the blessing, Baruch Hashem, that we can start new, no matter how close we are to the end of the year, but the power of renewal as the Jewish people that we are able to, we follow the moon, because the moon uh, represents um, change, constant change, and renewal. That's what the moon is. It gives us the ability to renew ourselves and to remind ourselves that even as uh, we are at the end of our year, we are coming to a close, but the power to, for a person to start over, for the power for a person to uh, begin anew, no matter when it is, to have the machshava, to have the thought, to have the siyata uh, deshmaya, to have the help from Hashem, who is machadesh constantly. Machadesh chol yom tamid Hashem is always renewing the creation of the world and renewing us. We just want to try and tap into that, right? Paro, they say, is is tichbara voda, right? Paro who works the Jewish people, who works us, and makes it um, constantly uh, just the same, same thing over and over. A lack of renewal. That's what happens to people. That's why people uh, don't feel good about themselves because they're like, oh, okay, uh, just another day, another thought, the same thing. But the power for a person to, to, to be able to tap into himself um, as we've said the, 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 the line that the wheel is spinning, but the hamster is dead. The wheel is spinning, which means your, your day is just going, your life is just moving and moving and moving and moving, but the hamster is dead, is that for us to, thank you, is for us to try and tap in to some type of freshness. You know, Baruch Shem, we have a Shabbos, Baruch Hashem, we have uh, Rosh Chodesh. Baruch Hashem, we have a new year. We have a new week. We have a new month. The Jewish pe people are constantly finding ways to refresh themselves, right? A person goes to the mikvah. A person gets ready for Shabbos. A person uh, has something that he, that he does. We're able to tap into that. Now, one of the things that's also important as we're on page day eight, Page 35 in um, The Purity of Speech, Day 8. Um, it, it, a lot of that also has to do with how we look at people. You know, one of the greatest things we could do is to look at someone, it's such a good feeling to look at someone fresh. To look at someone, oh, you know, why do we hate people? Why do we not like people? The reason we hate people and not like people is because we think we know them. Oh, yeah, 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 I know him. Oh yeah, I know, I know that person. Yeah, yeah, I know him, I know him, I know him. So what happens is, oh, we, we sort of like X them out and say, this is who they are. We don't have a fresh, when you meet someone for the first time, right, what do you say? You say, I want to get to know you. Let me get to know this person. I like this person, right? When you're falling in love with someone, you want to get to know them better. Oh, I want to get to know you, 
Right? That's the pshat. Adam yoda es chavi ishtoi is das to know. To know someone is to love someone. The more you get to know someone, and the more you learn to love and to get to know someone, the more you won't speak negatively about them or see the negative negative in them. It's only when we're far away and we have judgment, and I say that in Shalom Bias as well. When do people suffer in their relationship with their spouse? Yeah, I know my wife. I know her, right? Each spouse says, yeah, 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 I know what he's gonna do, I know. No, no, you don't know the person. You could be living with someone for 30 years, for 40 years, for 50 years, and still not really know why. Not in a bad way, because the, the depth and the, uh, the infinite emotions and, and, and uh, feelings and, and thoughts that people have, you'll, you'll never be able to just get to know someone fully. The more you learn to know someone, the more you don't just judge someone in one second then you're able to see the whole picture. They say a lot of times when it comes to um, stereotyping people, that the best thing to do is talk to someone. Talk to the person, go to a community and speak to the people within that community. Speak to somebody, thank you. Speak to someone who's part of uh, that um, you know, group that you are judging and you get to know them. Once you get to know someone better, then you stop judging them and you look at, as we said, you look at a whole person, it's a person. It's not just what they say on the news, it's not just what I think from afar, you're getting to know that person. So that's uh, one of the things that Rosh Hashanah and this time gives us. It gives us the ability to take a step back and say, let me start over, let me start from scratch, let me start fresh in getting to know someone. Okay, question, comments, and then we will do the halacha. If anyone needs a safer, please come up here. Please take it for no reason not to have one. Okay, question, comments, or we're good? Anybody? Somebody? That was either so clear or so not clear. Yes, Yitzhak. Yeah, yeah, please. For the concept of you know someone more, right. Start realizing more good in them, like right. Less than complaining and shit against them. Right. Um, and try to bring this from also, let's say, online. Right. The more, like, if, if someone has a problem with this, the quote, so I have a problem, someone has a problem with you, uh, text you. If they don't have your number, they don't know you well enough to have a problem with you. Nice. Right. So right. Like, it's it's true. Thing. Exactly. Right, if you don't know them, I, right, I don't even know his name. I have a problem with him. So, what, so how could you have a problem with him? Very good, beautiful. Yes, like, I like that. I like that. It's true. It's true. And you know what? I just thought of something to add to that, Yitzhak. And if you know someone and you have a problem with them, then you don't know them well enough. You must not know them well enough. Get to know them better. Get to know them better. Right? Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, says the Chavetz Chaim, page day eight, we're just going to do the halacha. You cannot talk negatively about someone's family. I heard that Moshe's parents are dishonest. Leah's family is quarreling over their father's inheritance. So speaking about someone's family is also Lashon Hara because you degrade them. Yes. Like, Rami. Out of like shit off purposes. Oh, okay, good. So, so that's a great question. Um, if you're doing it litoelis, which means to help the person. Not to help, to, like you're talking about the family because 
people are like seeing if it's a good match. It's right. So so good. So I'm saying that's to help the other person to see if if they're gonna date or what the story. But you have to be very very careful with that because you could also create that you're, they're not gonna go out and you know we we think we know the family and we want to say something negative about the family which we're going to learn about talking negatively for a constructive purpose has very specific requirements which we're going to learn about and those requirements in my opinion are very very difficult to uh to stick with very hard requirements people say oh yeah yeah, i'm doing it to help i'm doing it to help right i'm telling that guy don't go to that restaurant because it's a terrible restaurant i'm doing it to help him so it's not it's not so simple. You're doing it because you're angry at the restaurant. But that's a different conversation, which we'll talk about another time. Okay, beautiful. So Hashem will help us. Any other question, comments on this halacha or on the concept that we were talking about? Yeah, Yaakov. Uh, you were saying if you don't know, if you still have problems with it, you don't know them well enough. Yeah. Maybe you don't know yourself. Yeah, for sure. Yes, very good. Me, meaning that what? Say? You always have problems. It's inevitable to have problems. Right. Yeah, that what? Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, I like the Yaakov, which is a great segue, which what we're going to talk about. Thank you, Yaakov. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Yaakov saying, which is we'll segue into, because I wanted to speak um, what Binyamin um, spoke about last week to me, and Nachi was mentioning last, a few days ago, or this week, Binyamin also mentioned it, and I want to just sort of um, give this as a very important Yesod of what we've been speaking about. And Yaakov, thank you for initiating um, this. And I'll, I'll jump off of what Yaakov is saying. And that is like this, is that we said, um, we said before, and this is the truth, it's one of the things that we're going to speak about on Rosh Hashanah. And that is when I see something in someone else that it bothers me, so then it's really I am the problem. Binyamin, I'll explain in a second. That it's really me. It's not them. Now, that's very, very heavy to hear. It's very heavy to hear. But what Yaakov is saying is he's saying that if I totally would be in tuned with myself, I totally would be uh, figured all out and I got everything all together, then I wouldn't be able to see anything bad in anyone else. I wouldn't find the wrong. The reason Hashem puts you with the roommate that he puts you or he puts you with the parents that he puts you, or he puts you with the people that he puts you, or he puts you in a circumstance that you have a specific challenge and that person is quote unquote, we'll use the word just for now, but I don't like the word as much as I used to, triggering you. If it's triggering you, then that is a lesson for you. It's teaching you something about yourself. Is that what you're saying, Yaakov? It's teaching you something about yourself. So you're blaming your mother. You're blaming your father. You're blaming your roommate. You're blaming the, that group of Jews. You're blaming whoever you're blaming. But really it's something that lays very deep inside of you that you have not worked through. And when you learn to work through yourself more, then you will have less problems with other people. If anyone's ever noticed, I'll get to your questions in a second. If anyone's ever noticed, you could have a problem with your parents or a problem with other people, and then suddenly you start working on yourself. Suddenly you start doing this with yourself. You start figuring yourself out, healing yourself, and suddenly you have less problems with the people around you. It's not because they changed. 
it's because you changed. It's because you changed, right? Now, what Binyamin mentioned, I just want to say this point, and then I'll get to the questions. It's a very, very important point. Whenever we speak, I'm saying this for like, for like a disclaimer, okay? From now on, today's date, where's Shua? Shua's here, okay, Shua, you'll get the date. Shua will get this clear, and all of you here, just remember this date, Chaf Aleph Elul, Yud Zion, it's the, uh, no, I don't know what the English date is, the 7th of September, 2023. Anytime we talk about it's my fault, or it's my responsibility, or it's on me, I mean that in the nicest, sweetest, most loving, most beautiful, empathic, hugging, most uh, compassionate way that you can imagine. So when I, when I say that if someone's doing something to me and they're hurting me, and I say that I need to look within myself to say how I can you know, tune into myself and I could notice within myself, of course that's within the foundation of that I'm loving myself, taking care of myself, being there for myself, being patient with myself, dot, dot, dot. Any language, you'll speak to Binyamin about that. He'll tell you exactly how to process that first step. Is it clear? I should make it clearer? Is that beautiful? Uh, Binyamin said it's beautiful, then I'm, then, I, then I'm proud. Yeah, exactly, beautiful. And, and I mean that. And now I want to extend it. I want to extend it. Nachi was, was mentioning this the other day as well. I want to extend this. I'm just going to do a little bit. We do have a few married chevra here. But you guys could asterisk this for your marriage, for the pre-marriage class as well. Okay? It works the same with your relationship with your spouse. What does that mean? That God willing, you will be able to have an open conversation with your spouse and be able to have criticism criticism and be able to help each other figure out what is bothering you what's bothering them that combination now that's only able to be done if the foundation of the relationship is love compassion we're there for each other ask binyamin we'll call it the 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 binyamin uh, the, 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 the law of Binyamin. We'll call it Binyamin's laws. Binyamin's laws, which means like this. Whenever we talk about, it's your fault, it's your responsibility. When I point a finger here, three are at me, it's with love and compassion and patience, etc. And Blin Heather, I'll try and remind myself to always say that just in case we forget. Is that good? And because Nachi mentioned that also. Nachi was saying, oh, I was talking about investing in yourself, focusing on yourself, loving yourself, investing, being patient, tuning into yourself and how, how we, we need to learn how to do that. We need to learn how to do that. And part of that is learning to be patient with that process. Learning to be patient and to realize I don't know really how to love myself so much. I really don't know how to take care of myself so much. And I'm learning to take care of myself. I'm going to say one more story and then I'll let everybody ask your questions. It happened yesterday and I was thinking of this year because my son, as many of you know, who happens to be a good, not my son Avram, my son Shlomo Arya, my little guy, 
good friend of Binyamin's, a big tzaddik, Avram, uh, Shlomari, my little son's like, yeah, Binyamin's my friend. So Binyamin makes him feel like he's buddies with him, right? So, so I, I, um, Shlomo Aryeh was, I left early. No, no, he got a ride because Rabbi Tzvi Sklar took some of his kids. So I said, instead of me, him hanging out with me and uh, Rabbi Goldberg, Rabbi Gittleman with these three you know, adults, let him hang out with the kids. So we went with the kids and I gave him a private phone that I could be in touch with him. And during the time I sent him a text message, I'm like, hi, like maybe an hour in, hi, how are you? Checking in on you, how are you doing? If you need anything, let me know. He says, yes, I'm doing fine, great, abba. And I, it hit me for a second. I was like, what did I just do to my child? To my child? I let him know that I'm there for him. I let him know if he needs anything, I'm there for you. I let him know I reached out to him and made contact to let him know that I'm with him, even though we're far from each other, you know, and he's in another car, I wanted him to know that I'm there for him. What was my, that was the, that was what happened. The metaphor was what, can someone guess? The metaphor was to myself. What? What? Correct, to let myself reach out to myself, to learn to reach out to myself, to check in with myself. How are you doing? Let me know if you need anything. Are you okay? And to question yourself and ask yourself, are we doing that? Do we do that? Do I know how to do that? Do I know how to check in and say, how am I doing? Why am I anxious, right? A per person could feel a certain way, right? Are you okay? And what to do with that person? What to do with, what are you gonna do if the kid would say, yes, I need your help, I need your help. Well, you say, come on, get over it already, kid. Get over it. Go figure it out yourself. What would you do? You'd be like, oh, it must be so hard for you. You, you. you start having empathy. But when it comes to ourselves, we don't do that. When it comes to ourselves, we push ourselves away as opposed to saying, let me hear what you're going through. Why am I anxious? Why am I feeling down? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? And when you start tuning into yourself, and the way to tune into yourself is to ask yourself those questions. How are you doing? What's up? What can I do for you? Et cetera, et cetera. Okay, questions. I know we have a, a few. We'll start with you, Nachi. Uh, I have a comment uh, yeah. before. Yeah. space is saying it's okay to like, not be okay in struggle. That what? So I think before I come, I just wanted to ask because of what you're getting into. So you are saying it's okay to struggle and uh, to not be okay. Well, I, I, what I'm saying is that we need to learn how to be there for ourselves. And if being there for myself means that I'm learning to be there for myself, then I'm having patience with myself being there for myself. Does that answer? I, kind of, I just want to make a comment based on what you're talking about. That, like when you see something in yourself, usually it's yourself, like so you have projection a little bit. Right. Um, first of all, it doesn't take away from the fact that, at least in my own experience, that like sometimes the guy actually is annoying. But the, for me, with my own experience, the where it comes from within yourself is is when me and Rebbe learned the Peshat um, on the sixth mission of Perkei Avos of the Hevei Dan is called Ha'adam Lekaz that when you learn to judge like the entirety of man when you let's say the, where it comes from yourself when you learn to, to look at yourself like a whole person yeah I have my good things and I have my bad things but I'm still like awesome and you internalize that despite the fact exactly. that sometimes I could be selfish and sometimes I could 
you know, be mean and sometimes like, exactly. be awesome. You know, exactly. I, I am awesome. So when exactly. you learn to internalize, I think that's the way it comes Beautiful. yourself. Because when I fully accepted myself, so then I can look at my friend and I can be like, yeah, he's, he's selfish, but he's still awesome. And like, exactly. don't judge him Exactly. Beautiful, beautiful, Menachem Nelson. Beautiful. I'm having a little, Nachi's going to be very happy about this one. I'm having, I'm having a little deja vu from last time because, because I think you instigated or initiated, whatever the word is, of the similar conversation to say everyone here is there for themselves right now by coming to this shear. You're coming to the shear because you're investing in yourself. You came to yeshiva this year because you want to invest in yourself and work on yourself. By you saying what you're saying is a, a testimony that, we're, that you, Nachi, try and be there for ourselves. And what we do, what we do is we don't give ourselves the space and we don't give ourselves the credit and that's part of not taking care of ourselves. We think, oh, work harder, work harder, work harder. And that's my goal. It's true, it's true that it's important to work harder. But it's also very important to give ourselves okay the space, the space to say, I need a break. I need to relax. I need to take it slow. I need to pace myself. I think that's what we're talking about. Okay, beautiful. Who's, who's uh, Shlaimi and then Yosef, Zach, yeah. I was gonna say on, on the earlier topic when you were yeah. talking about like um, when, when you're dealing with parents or like other people and the problem is really you, I was about to say like the only way to deal with it is like by separating yourself, but yeah. But I'm not saying, I, I can't really yeah. say the only way because maybe there's other ways to, to right. figure it out. One, a very important one, way. Say, yeah, yeah, one of the ways I think is to, like, you know, from in my journey or like other people's journey, separating yourself, whether to go into yeshiva or rehab, any Correct, correct. And um, I had to separate myself from friends even because I had to see what's wrong with me first. Beautiful. So I can go back into those relationships. Beautiful. What Shlaimi is saying, because it's hard, it might be hard for, for everyone to hear, Shlaimi is saying that it's important sometimes when you're mixed in, uh, and tell me if I'm if I'm uh, representing what you're saying properly, when you're enmeshed in with somebody, so it's hard to tell what's that person and what's me, what's that person. The second you physically step away from the person, well, even if it's a friend, and you step away, you're able to say, whoa. Who, who, who am I? What, what's going on in here? A million percent. A million percent. And, and sometimes we're afraid to do that. You know why we're afraid to do that? Because then... We have to deal with it. Exactly. Then I have to deal with it. Because as long as I'm at home, I could just roll my eyes and say, oh, there she goes again. Oh, there it is again. There's the culture. But the second I step away and I'm alone and I'm still going through the difficulty that I'm going through and I can't blame everybody else, right? And I always say this, you're six, and I'm saying this with the Binyamin law, the Binyamin principle, when you're 6,000 miles away and you're still complaining, and we all do it, Right? We all do it. When we're 6,000 miles away and we're still saying, oh, it's my parents, it's my this, it's my this. And I could just tell you on myself, ready for this? This, this might be a little bit heavy for people to hear, right? Um, when, when someone passes away, right? My father passed away. So he's not here anymore, meaning he's here in a different sense. So, so what are we going to say? Oh, uh, my dad, my father, I haven't spoken to him in uh, how many years? So what am I going to say? So it must be 
that, it, that it's within me. Now, of course, it's heavy, right? Talk to Binyamin. It's heavy to hear that because it's like, whoa, whoa, but, but, dot, 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 dot. But I do have trauma. But I do have this, 100%. But the only reason you haven't fixed it or healed it is because of what Shlaimi's saying. Because we haven't had a chance to take a few steps back and to say, okay, okay, here we go. Here we go, yeah. From you taking a step back, it's you're taking ownership of your own reality. Correct. You're taking ownership of your own reality. Amazing Shlaimi, amazing, 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 amazing. And by the way, Shlaimi is not just talking the talk, he has walked the walk. He has yeah. walked the walk. He has, oh yeah, it's right? Avi knows, right? You all know. Shlaimi is a person who walked the walk and has done what he just said. Walks Beautiful. Walk. He walks the walk. He continues. Correct. Beautiful. Uh, who was uh, Yosef and then Zach? Two things. First of all, uh, whenever I would be affirming someone on like, the way they feel, so I, I feel like it's coming from a sense of, I know the words to say, such as, oh yeah, that must be very difficult, or wow, yeah, that does stink. But it's, it's coming from, from, from a point of like, I know that this is what makes him feel more affirmed, but like, I don't, like, I don't have like a, like a, a real connected to the words that are coming out of my mouth. It's more of like, I know that this is what, what, what he'd like to hear to make him feel like a little bit more, you know, heard, but like on my end, it's, it, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really connect to the, to the words that you're saying. Right. Then I have a, you know, whatever, if I have a solution in my head or I just don't. Right. So you're, so, so you're asking a question or you're... Yeah, no, so like, am, am I just supposed to continue just saying these phrases? I mean, you're, you're saying... It's hurt for the other person, but then I know that at a certain point, let's say, you know, Mir Tzashem, when I'm married, I, if I'm going to be doing that, it's... it's great. It's, so let's... I'm just going to get bored of just saying... Okay, that. great question. I'm going to mark it down because that's a discussion because I have to leave in a, in a, in a minute. Um, and it's a great question to talk about it next week, God willing. Definitely not the, because you're talking about taking from here into your heart. Transferring from brain to heart, which one of the tzaddikim said when they asked him what you do for a living, and he said, I build bridges. He said, you build bridges? No, you don't. He says, yes, I build bridges. I build the bridge constantly from my head to my heart. That's what you're talking about, Yosef. Taking my thoughts, my words, and making it really uh, go into my feelings, which we'll, we'll talk about. So I, I guess also, like, in the, I guess in kind of in the same sense of that when someone... I'm writing uh, it down right now, yeah. Because I know of, of some of the phrases and some of the ways that... Right. ...do affirm that when someone right. can now affirm what, what I tell them... Right. Then it's like, yeah, well, you know, I, it, it, it just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, God. I'm not, not going to really feel it because I know that that's what you're supposed right. to so, so just quickly, without getting into it, when we don't know how to do it ourselves, we can't do it to other people. So that means if I have a part of me or if I have trouble having empathy towards myself and really listening to myself, then I'm going to have trouble listening to other people as well. But that's for next week. Okay? Zach, and then we're going to rack up. I feel bad just because I got to go a little bit earlier. Um, so I was thinking of ways yeah. to like love myself more. Yeah. And I thought that, let's say, if a friend tells you, okay, I did this and I messed up, it's very easy to be like, oh, okay, like it's understandable. Exactly. Once yourself, like it's easy to beat yourself up. So I'm thinking like, 
treat yourself like you would tell a friend. It's exactly, okay exactly, exactly, exactly. Which we'll talk about more. You would never talk to your friend or give your advice to your friend uh, or someone you care about the way we talk to ourselves. And if we could learn to give that same compassion, understanding, empathy, etc., to ourselves, then that's the name of the game. Okay, Yitzhak, I, I feel bad. You had to go quick. No, I was going to ask you what he said. Maybe it's not exactly relevant, but when the marriage comes along, yes. connection. Yes. I like, to, I like to bring this example of, let's say, rocks that are all rigid and have holes and all that, and you connect the two and they exactly fit. Right. That's how you can basically work on both problems from both sides with one another. Right. But when, when a marriage is all, when, when, when they're all clean and they're not opposite track type of thing, and it's just a, a clean rock, when you put them together, they slide. They don't connect. Okay. But when they're, when they're Meaning you're saying the, the challenges and the problems and the weaknesses are what bring people together. It's what brings together. Beautiful. So when, 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 the, when you Beautiful. those two, you can also work Beautiful. on marriage. Beautiful. Okay, I like that muscle. I'm a little bit rushing, so I'm not listening 100%, but I love it, love it. Thank you, Yosef, Zach, Yitzhak. Thank you guys so much. And Shabbos is coming, so I just want to give everybody advice about Shabbos. This is the last Shabbos of the year. This is the last Shabbos of the year. It is brought down from many holy svarim of books, of holy books, that say that this Shabbos you can do tshuva on all of the Shabbosim of the previous, this current year. So uh, try and take advantage. Everyone according to their level. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. And looking forward to seeing everybody. Matzei Shabbos. And Matzei Shabbos is slichas, everybody.